Welcome to the Real Estate Reality Show. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, call Arrow Moving and Storage, 719-325-6341. Now your host and back-to-back Best of the Springs Realtor, Justin Hermes. Okay, folks, thanks for joining me. Another show here of Real Estate Realities. It's nice. The sun's shining. We had some good weather finally, right? Spring's right around the corner. I'm loving it. Anyway, this is your host, Justin Hermes, broker owner of the Property Group, located right down on Cascade. Been serving Colorado Springs with my father for, thinking about it today, it's probably coming up on 37 years, which is just wild. We've been blessed to be involved in this community for that long and be helping folks with their real estate decisions. So we always start the show with a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. I'm telling you here, this is what you got to look into. This is a long, long play, but the Union Printers Home, okay? Bought for $18 million a couple years ago. In 2026, the work's going to begin. I don't know if you saw the spread in the paper. The Gazette did a wonderful piece. And Ellie Hinkle, who I actually know, grew up at church with, great gal. She's the one heading this up. And if you saw the renderings, it's unbelievable. It looks like a modern college campus. But this is going to be a 15 to 20-year project, right? You got 26 acres over there. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it is Union and Pike Speak. The Union Printer's home, right? And so this neighborhood's going to get a huge uplift. I'm telling you right now, you go over to streets like Mono, across from Prospect Lake. This is going to change the whole trajectory of that neighborhood in the next 15 to 20 years. And if you don't believe me, look at the money that bought this project for $18 million. It's big money. And it's local, and they're not going to let it fail. Let me tell you that right now. So there's a lot of money behind this. It's going to succeed. It's just a matter of when it's all going to come down. It's quite the project with uh, 26 acres. But if you're looking to play a long game, that is on my radar. Should be on your radar as well. Do a little driving over there. I'd encourage you to go over, drive some of the neighborhoods, look at the pockets. A lot of three ones over there. But all of a sudden, you're going to, as the city grows, folks, you're going to have people going, you know what? That's walkability to all the cool stuff going on at Union Printers. Oh, man, it's going to probably be turned into like an Ivy Wild. And then guess what? They can bike to downtown. I mean, this is how cities grow. And you got to get this stuff on your radar. So speaking of that, that's the title of today's show. How we've grown in El Paso County and the trajectory we are on. A lot of exciting stats for you. Third segment, we have uh, Luke Jones joining us from Creststone Roofing. Once again, folks, thanks for spending your Sunday morning with me. It's always a joy. If you have any questions, 719-232-1063. Feel free to call me over the break. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. back to the Real Estate Reality Show with Justin Hermes. This segment is brought to you by HouseCheck, servicing the front range of Colorado Springs for over 25 years with the most complete and personalized home inspection. Call them now for more information at 719-266-1645. Okay, folks. 
folks, we are getting out of the starting block here. And I'm going to give you a quick little update where we're looking at in the county right now, Paso County, around uh, 700 and what is it? 78,000 was the recent numbers I've seen. 778,000 people in El Paso County, one of the largest counties in Colorado. And uh, 10 years ago, just to give you a little uh, frame of reference here, we were sitting at 622,000 people in the county. Times before um, areas like Banning Lewis were annexed, right? Had a lot of annexation going on. And you look at those numbers, that's 158,000 people roughly in the last decade. Okay, that's a pretty big number, right? So if we look at 158,000 with 790,000 a year, we do some numbers there. You know, that's how they get there, folks. By 2050, we're looking at... A million one hundred seventy-five thousand people, and that's where Titania Bailey over at UCCS said we're going to be at one point two million by twenty fifty. That's a trajectory, and when you take the numbers, that's the math I was doing for you there. The last decades, and you do some math. Well, you look at the next three decades in front of us here, which twenty fifty. Some people think's a long way off. Well, if you're working and you're in your forties or even your fifties, I mean, you're talking twenty-five years from now. 25 years from now, you're in your 70s, hopefully being able to reap the prime benefit of this real estate and the numbers we're looking at, the supply and demand. So when you crunch those numbers, it is realistic that we will have around 1.2 million by 2050 in the county. And that's where if you've bought the closer in to city center and the further away from new developments, the more you'll your property will appreciate. It's that simple, right? So when we look at Colorado Springs in the past, or even just Colorado as a general here, between 1940 and 1970, Colorado was like extremely low growth, right? We didn't have very many people coming to this beautiful state. Well, the mass migration started in the 70s. I mean, home construction flew off the map. 424,000 units were built between 1970 and 1980. Just to give you a frame of reference, between 2010 and 2020, there was only 244,000 homes built. Close to double between 1970 and 1980 without all the technology we have in today's modern world, right? That is the largest growth period in Colorado, 1970 to 1980, 424,000 units built. People were just coming in by the droves. You look at these charts, it's so interesting to look at. We move forward, right? And we go for uh, 1990 to 2000, 399,000 homes built. 2000 to 2010, 414,000. And like I said, 2010 to 2020, 244,000. And that's why we're playing catch up because we have this boom that we were not able to really fill. This boom of the 70s where we really should have been able to build 424,000 units and we didn't. And that's why there's more renters and that's why prices took off. Not to mention the inflation period we experienced and are still experiencing. What does really well in inflation? Real estate is the best safeguard in inflation. We still can't beat the numbers of the 1970s. I mean, it's absolutely wild, but where did we see most of the price growth? And they've missed the boat on this inflation when it started kicking in right when COVID hit. Inflation was rampant. They're printing money like crazy, and it didn't even make it into the news until really about a year or so ago. 
Well, guess what? Why did real estate, some people go, my home's doubled in the last five years. Well, why? Real estate performs statistically. You can go back in time 100 years, real estate performs the best during inflationary time periods. And that's why it has to be part of your portfolio. No ifs, ands, or buts. You need at least three rental properties to be diversified. And people go, it's such a risk having a rental property. Really? Because you have money in a 401k and some random dude is is managing your money? And that's 90% of the people in America. But it feels safe. That's what we were taught in school is put your all money, your money in a 401k. Someday you can retire. But I would bargain if I talk to majority of people that they don't even know what is in their 401k. They don't even know what they're invested in. They just contribute it to it every month. And yet real estate seems so foreign. Think about that, folks. Let that sink in a little bit. And that's why we have such a prosperous rental market right there. That's it in a nutshell. When we look at Colorado Springs in 1960, there was around 70,000 people. 1960. Now we go to 1970. We fast forward a decade and we're at 135,000 people. Doubled. Just shy of five grand of doubling in 10 years. I mean, the numbers are remarkable when you look at this and then you look again, 1980, 215,000. Now, don't get confused between the county and the city. I'm focusing on the city right now. And now in the city, we're at 492,000. But you can see the trajectory. That's more than double in that 40-year period, 1980 to now, right? And the and the and that's been stunted because the growth is really more so in the county now because we're busting at the seams. So what you have to remember is go back in history, look at the stats, look at current performance, look at the trajectory of home building growth, and look at the migration to Colorado Springs. It's very interesting. When we look at other states, however, California makes up 40% of the top 25 cities with a population decrease. I'm going to say that again. California makes up 40% of the top 25 cities' population decrease. It's it's really crazy. Paradise Valley is another one. This is the number one on the charts. Paradise Valley, 2017, they had 235,000 people. Now they're sitting at 183,000 people. So not all cities are growing equally, folks. That's a 22% decrease in roughly a six-year span, right? Jackson, Mississippi, they're down 12%. Detroit, down 7%. And then you know what flushes the rest of them and they hover around 8 or 9% is then it's like the rest of the list is California. It's unbelievable. The top earning areas, Fort Myers, 7% growth. St. George, Utah, another 7% growth. Cape Coral, Florida, 8%. Tampa, 7.8%. Florida, 10%. We are seeing some of the higher growth in our state here in El Paso County. And what does it correlate to these other cities I just mentioned? Do a little bit of math. Actually, do a little bit of colors. That's probably a little better. Red and blue. And I did a show on this a long time ago. I'm not getting into left, right, Democrat, Republican. I'm giving you statistics that it is a political divide in the housing market. And there's many articles I've read. They're fascinating. And I've stolen a lot of this information to share with you because the proof's in the pudding. And that is why El Paso County and Colorado Springs is still doing well rather than a city like Denver where they're seeing a decrease right? Weld County doing well. What do these things have in common? They both have a little red on them when you see the election season come through. God bless our politicians here. That's where it is I voted right now. But our politicians here, our city council, our county commissioners, they're phenomenal. And they're common sense. And I will say the majority are conservative. And I think that's why 
We're seeing solid growth here still in El Paso County. And where we have common sense in the regional building department and where they're fighting against the state and where you're not going to see, even if they pass these crazy laws that they're working on up at the House and Senate, you're not going to see Colorado Springs cave to that. You're just not. And, and the thing like a rent control where they say, hey, we are going, just so everyone knows, it's not a law they're putting into place. It's rent controls prohibited. So they're going to lift it and say, each city can decide on their say own. What? Well, great. Because we're, we're going to be just fine. Thank goodness the power is with the city. I mean, that is, we got, luckily we have the hometown home rule, which is key for Colorado Springs and El Paso County. So we're not going to let that nonsense trickle down here. It's not going to happen. And I'm talking with more investors now. I did three of them last year for a gentleman leaving Denver. Said, I'm cashing out. I can't stand the city council up here, the decisions they're making, what's going on at the city. I'm coming down to Colorado Springs. And I have to agree with him. I, I, I totally have to agree with him. And he was able to reposition his assets and make some good investments. So looking back over Colorado Springs, we talked numbers on how things grew. I can talk about certain zip codes, not area codes if you'd like, or specifically to your neighborhood. Something I'm happy to do over the break, 719-232-1063. That's 719-232-1063. If I don't answer, just shoot me a text. I'll get back with you later. Uh, Justin Hermes, The Property Group, 719-232-1063. Located at 305 South Cascade, helping you build long-term wealth through your investment properties, folks. That's the key, 15 to 20-year holds. We help you manage your greatest assets, help you purchase them, and help you sell them wisely. As I make that comment, we're going to have a a great show coming up at the beginning of next month. February is a short month with John on how he's doing a heck of a exit strategy right now on one of his fourplexes he's owned for um, close to 30 years. So a lot of good stuff coming up in the next couple weeks. But stick around. We're going to be talking with Luke from Crestone Roofing after these messages from our lovely sponsors. Every drug, every medicine, but there ain't no pill for comparison. Yeah, we got TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, but there ain't no pill for comparison. Welcome back to the Real Estate Reality Show. Now here's Justin Hermes. On the days pushing daisies up, the only thing that they'll be thinking of is what you did and how you loved. Okay, folks, welcome back to the third segment. Here of Real Estate Realities, and um, if you're an avid show listener, over the past five, six years, you've probably going Crestone Roofing. This is a new sponsor, and the sponsors make the show possible, and we do a lot of due diligence before we have somebody come on and be a sponsor, and we recommend them, and Crestone Roofing is somebody I've been using for a long time, and they've never dropped the ball. They've exceeded customer satisfaction, and you know, Luke's on the air with us today. I want him to first share contact information, where you guys are located, how you're locally owned, and then we'll cover some fun topics. Isn't that right, Luke? Oh, it's fantastic. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for being a supporter of the show. So tell folks real quick where your office is located and the best way to get a hold of you guys and all the services you offer. Yeah, so we're, uh, we are a located right, right here in Colorado Springs, 3205 North Hancock Avenue, Colorado Springs, 80907. Uh, info at crestoneroofing.com. 
719-491-0448 is uh, the contact info for us. So uh, that's a that's a number that's live basically 12 hours a day, seven days a week. So they got uh, service issues. Um, you know, you got a question about a replacement, you have an inspection request, um, any of those. And, you know, as far as our services go, we, we handle all uh, residential needs as far as a replacement and inspection. Maybe you need a roof cert for your um, class four impacts resistant. Uh, that's something that we do free of charge for our customers, um, as well as the commercial division that we run is very large. And uh, we run full, complete well roof checkups, inspections, uh, leak call. We have a full service and maintenance team. So all of those areas are, are things that we complete here at Crestone Roofing. Yeah, and, and folks, the key is, is you get Luke and his team out there, you're going to get an honest opinion on your roof. It's not going to be, hey, let's go down a rabbit hole and try to make a claim. Then all right. of a sudden you have insurance issues. So the first call has got to be to Luke and his team at Crestone. They come out and evaluate that roof, and then you go from yep. there. But they can handle gutters. They can handle repairs. If you own commercial property, they can handle that as well. Yep. So, you know, I highly recommend these guys. They've put several roofs on for me personally and have looked at several and said, hey, you don't need a new roof. And that's how you know you're dealing with somebody you can truly, truly trust. Um, so Crestone Roofing, folks, uh, make sure you reach out to them with all your roofing needs. And what are some of the things? Spring's coming up here, Luke. Talk to us a little bit about things homeowners should know and um, maybe even some of the commercial owners out there. Yeah. So you know what? That With this, uh, we've had a lot of snow. It's a couple of big snows right there uh, over the last couple of weeks. And when that snow melts, you always run into those uh, those issues you didn't know were there, right? And uh, so – what we're focused on right now is we, we have our team out there actively uh, inspecting roofs, going to whether it's a uh, homeowner's home or it could be a commercial roof. doesn't matter. Our, our inspection team and our service staff is uh, on site daily to look at these things because right now with the water, water and uh, snow melting into that home, we, we generally find that uh, those, there's some leaks out there that we weren't maybe weren't known uh, beforehand. So, that that's kind of what you run into with these with these spring storms. That we get a, a a big snow and then a melt, and you realize, hey, I got a problem. Uh, that's where we come in. Uh, we can mitigate those leaks, and then we can figure out what to do from there. Yeah, and folks, this is what I encourage you to do: is somebody you don't even know if you have a leak, right? Depending on the insulation yep. in your attic and how big the leak is, we see it so much where we go do a home inspection and somebody's selling a house. Kyle gets up in the attic. He looks and he goes, "There's mold." everywhere and yep. the person had no idea and it's it's having if you're going to have your greatest asset do the due diligence have these guys out have them take a look and worst case scenario you have to make a claim or you have to make some repairs or they say hey no worries you're good to go um because you're not going to see these you're not going to always see a leak coming down through the drywall isn't that right luke that's correct yeah you you know the things that uh that you see uh, on the exterior of the home, maybe from the ground, are not the things that are really the issue, right? And so uh, it's really important to have that professional out there to make sure you do a roof inspection uh, if there's an issue or if, uh, you know, maybe you're selling the house, whatever it may be. Uh, the key is to get an expert out on the roof, do a full roof inspection, figure out what's going on there uh, before it causes more interior damage because 
the roof repair is oftentimes much less expensive than what the interior uh, damage is, right? And so it's very simple for us to make a repair on some flashing than, than to find out you have mold growing behind your walls. Exactly, yeah. And how's stuff – are we catching up on supply and demand issues, roofing products, all that? What's the, uh, what's the update? Because I know that was yeah, a big issue for a while. Yeah, I'm glad you bring that up, uh, Justin. It's, it's, it's quite an issue still, and it's great for the listeners to understand that uh, you know, while we would love to be able to pump 10, 15, 25 of our, of our roof systems a week on installs, sometimes that's just not possible. And if we've had so much storm demand across the entire nation this year, and then through 2023, it's continued in 24. And uh, what we're running into right now is that the class four impact resistant roof system, which is, you know, a vast majority really of what Colorado puts on um, nowadays, just due to the uh, insurance um, incentives to, to do that, to go that route. Those are very hard to find. Uh, the manufacturers just having a hard time keeping up because the demand has switched so much. And so it's, it's a great, um, it's a great informative piece for the, for the listeners here to understand that, you know, your contractor may not be able to provide, and it's probably not something they have in their control. Uh, and we look for that to kind of ease up through Q2 of 2024, but as it stands right now, uh, the class four impact resistant products across the uh, brand manufacturer and across the nation uh, are still in very, very heavy demand. And so, you know, whoever contractor you're working with, whether it be Crestone Roofing or somebody else, really important to, to uh, exercise some patience because they're trying as hard as anybody else. And so are we to make sure that we can get these, uh, these products in the door and, and install properly. Yeah, there you go, folks. Give them a little grace, would you? Go play a game yeah. of golf or uh, backgammon and just say, hey. That's right. You know, we can wait a little bit on the, on, on the shingle class four coming in. How about the normal asphalt? You got those in stock? Yeah. You know what? The, the standard stuff, if uh, if that doesn't suit the need for the insurance carrier, um, you know, no big deal, or the homeowner for that matter, no big deal on that. That's, a, that's not really an issue on the supply and demand. So uh, it really just comes down to that class four side. If you're outside of that realm and you're putting on a standard – uh, lifetime shingle that is basically across the market. That's not an issue at all. And, uh, you know, we're running full full force all the way through the spring and summer. Um, our crews are, are stacked up. Our team's ready to rock. And so we're able to do those in uh, no time at all. Well, yeah, and here's the thing, folks, too, I'm going to tell you. How frustrating is you call, nobody answers, right? I mean, that happens in our world today. There's so many businesses. Yep. You're not going to get that with Crestone Roofing. You're going to call them. And there's going to be somebody there answering the phone who works yep. for them. It's not a call center. I mean, I see these things all the time, and it reflects the quality of the experience you're going to have. So when you call them at 719-491-0448, that's 491-0448, you're talking directly to them. That's right. That's right. And you know what? We have people there from basically 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., uh, you know, Monday through Saturday, I'll call it. There's there's time my staff will answer on a Sunday. However, I encourage them to take a day. Yeah. But uh, man, I, I'm unbelievably proud of my staff and and everything they do on the day to day to go above and beyond to service our customers and and make sure that the market is uh, receiving a a uh, roofing business that that will service the community and be around for for a very very long time because that is our goal. That's it, folks, and and we're about to sign off here. We're coming to the end of the show, and if you call into Crestone, the good news is you get a prettier voice than Luke's to talk to, so don't worry <laughs> so about <true>. that. <laughs> okay, Luke, thanks for joining us, man. Have a great hey, rest thanks, of your Justin, morning. I appreciate you. You as well. Bye.
Okay, folks, another show in the books. Remember, use the gifts God has given you. Go bless somebody else today. Bring the joy. That's the ticket, right? All right, we'll be back here next Sunday, 1030 and again at 1. In the meantime, Justin Hermes, 719-232-1063 if you have any questions. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio.